if you can't take the dip, you can't take the climb. And that is the quote of the day. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Today's featured speaker is Bishop T.D. Jakes. And today, the bishop is talking about something that I learned about maybe 10 years ago or so. I think I was reading Psycho-Cybernetics, but I can't remember, so don't quote me on that. But I learned about something called your AQ. Now, the bishop talks about it a little bit differently, but I learned about the AQ, which is your adversity quotient. Because I know we think about success as this like really magical thing. And we all wish that it was just like this straight line from here to success. But it doesn't really happen that way. If you want to be successful, you got to get through all the failures. And to get through all the failures, you have to be able to handle the failures. You're going to have to be able to handle the failures from an emotional level and from an adaptability level as well. If you can't handle them emotionally, you're not going to be able to get through them. And not only that, and I love what the bishop talks about at the very end of this. He talks about not only handling your failures, but also handling what it means to be successful. Here's the bishop. I look forward to spending a good few minutes with you, challenging you. The funny thing about it is because I want to talk to you about change. And the one thing that you can count on is there will always be change. And if you don't plan on the change as a leader, that will determine how successful you are, whether it is good change or bad change, there will always be change. And generally there will be both. Throughout longevity, most people never have a straight ride up a hill, even though their bow says it does. How many of you know that the bio is a lie? <laughs> it, it doesn't have everything in it. The resume only has the good things in it. It tells you about the peaks, it doesn't tell you about the valleys, the accomplishments, it doesn't tell you about the failures. But you learn as much from your failures as you do from your successes. I think one of the most difficult things that can happen to people in leadership is to step into leadership that you didn't grow and that you didn't groom because you don't know where the issues are. There's something about being on the trajectory yourself and taking the roller coaster ride and riding the wave that makes a big difference as it relates to leadership. When you, when you think about it, think about it this way. We, we often, when we select leaders or we want to evaluate people or we want to choose staff, we quickly want to know about their IQ, where they went to school, what their background is, because we want, we're trying to find out in a nice way, are you smart? Okay, and we don't want to just walk in the door and sit down and say, are you smart? So we start asking you all of these trick questions, you know, how many people did you supervise? How long have you done it? Done it? The bottom line, we're trying to find out, you know, am I hiring a ninny? <laughs> we just don't want to be that crass, but that's actually what we want to know. We want to know about your IQ, your intellectual ability, the quotient of intellectualism that you have through which to handle and manage situations based on your IQ. The second thing that we really need to be asking, and we really don't know this until we get into it, is your EQ. <laughs> and I'm not talking about something you do on your music. I'm talking about your emotional quotient. 
your range of emotion and how you handle stress and pressure. Because many, many times you can have people on your team and on your side who have the intellectual ability to do what you're trying to get them to do, but they do not have the emotional wherewithal, and you don't know it till you get on the ride. It's like me. I mean, I look like a, a, a man's man. You know, I, I think I look like a fairly strong, macho guy, and I am until you put me on a ride on Six Flags. <laughs> I mean, I turn into a little five-year-old girl in the ride. I, I do not go on those rides for anything at any time because I don't want anybody to see me act like that. I start clinging on to whoever I'm with. It's a bad thing when you go on a ride with a girl and you're clinging on to her and talking about, ah! I'm, not, I'm, I'm not good on the ride. I'm good going up. It's the going down that drives me crazy. What you want to know is, can you handle the down ride? Do you turn into somebody else when, the, when, when things start getting crazy? Do you have the emotional maturity, the EQ, emotional quotient, to go through the highs and the lows of what it takes to be successful? Because if you're going to be successful, you learn from the lows how to ride on the highs. So if you can't take the dip, you can't take the climb. You have to have the emotional wherewithal to go on the journey and to be comfortable and to remain cool in a crisis. Not lose your head, not freak out, even though you want to. You can do it on the inside. You can be like a screaming year old, six year old girl on the inside, but on the outside, you have to maintain your cool. Because there is nothing as frightening as a frightened leader. It's scary. I don't know anything about flying a plane, but this is how I evaluate the trouble on the plane. I've gotten used to the turbulence. I've flown all over the world. I've been in everything that would go up in the air I rode on it. And I don't get nervous until the people up front get nervous. When they come out of the captain's booth like <sighs> <laughs> immediately, I don't even have to get a report. I don't have to know what's wrong. I just panic. If they're kind of cool, you know, and say, there's going to be a little bit of turbulence, fasten your seatbelt. I say, oh, it's cool. If you have somebody conveying a message with panic and fear and terror, you don't even have to know the details. You just start freaking <laughs> That's what happens when you hire somebody who has the IQ but doesn't have the EQ to handle the ride, who freaks under pressure, who starts screaming at the staff, who starts yelling at the employees, and they just fall apart under pressure. So you want to make sure they have good IQ. You want to make sure they have good EQ. But here's the thing that is most important, and there is no test for it. They're AQ, and we never talk about AQ. You've heard people talk about IQ, and you hear people talk about EQ. You don't hear people talk about AQ. AQ is your adaptability quotient. Are you adaptable? How do you respond to change? My class is supposed to deal with the ability to lead people, whether through change, unprecedented growth, or unexpected setbacks. It is the single most important thing that you have to have in order to be an effective leader today. When you hire somebody, or you move into a position, or you open up a company, or you start a business, it's a lot like getting married. It comes with this big warning, and I, in my other job, that's what I do. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to join together into the holy estate of matrimony, this man and this woman. And we start asking them the questions, the real questions. The questions should warn you. 
I know she looks beautiful today and everything is wonderful and he's smelling good. He just came from the barbershop and he smells like liniment or something. And everything's just great today. But do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife, to have and to hold? And then we start getting to have and hold is good. Then it starts getting into the crazy stuff. For richer or for poor, for better or for worse in sickness and in health. And you know what we do? We tell you, we say, do you? And you say, I do. <laughs> but you're saying I do to something that you've never seen. Because if you haven't spent time with them, you don't know how they act sick. I could deal with you sick, but I didn't know you got hateful when you got sick. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that when we get broke, you're going to freak and panic and move out and go back to your mother, for better or for worse, richer or for poor. And so I'm saying I do to some blank circumstances, and I'll spend the next 20 years trying to figure out, do I? And that's a lot like going into business, and that's a lot like being successful, and that's a lot like hiring people. You kind of get some kind of flow, and we say, do you? And they say, I do, and then you hire them, and, and then you think, do you? Do you really? <laughs> Can you really handle where we are right now? It's exploding into growth. I don't know which is, which is the most challenging. I've been both. I've been a base and a bound. I've almost been homeless. I know what it is to stay in, in penthouse suites and eat caviar, which is nasty. And <laughs> I guess because I was raised on poor folks' food, I never developed an appetite for rich people's food, but it was nasty to me. Uh, <laughs> so I've been a base and a bound. I've lived on both sides of the track. And let me tell you, I'm not sure which is the most challenging, the ride up or the ride down. Because success can be just as daunting as failure is. It can throw you off kilter. If you can't adapt quickly enough to it, you will lose it. You can have more opportunities than you have infrastructure. A blessing isn't a blessing if you can't handle it. So do you have the adaptability in your plan for what you're getting ready to do next? Do you have the ability to adapt to better, worse, richer, poor, sickness, health? I'm getting ready to come over here. I'm getting dressed. I'm upstairs in my closet getting dressed, you know. And they had this, uh, one of those infomercials came on this morning, and they were talking about these new belts. And they said the belts were designed that you have 36 options instead of a hole every inch. And it said, so if you eat too much, you gain weight, you lose weight, the belt just adapts. And I start laughing because if I could have got it right then, I would have brought it with me. Because <laughs> have you ever ate one of those meals and made you wish you had another hole right here so you could breathe? You know, that, that's the way going up is. Going up, if you don't have the expansion joint in your strategy that accommodates winning, you could be praying to win something that you can't handle if you get it. All right, that was Bishop T.D. Jakes. His website is tdjakes.org. If you want to watch today's entire talk, it's on the Success Magazine YouTube channel. It's called Bishop T.D. Jakes's Powerful Advice for Leaders. Learn from the lows, how to handle the highs. Again, that's on the Success Magazine YouTube channel. I will see you tomorrow. You have an amazing Thursday. We've got some Lisa Nichols on a Friday, and I'll see you then. Peace.